You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, um, I was, yeah, that I was huge tonight, that I uh, got to keep going like that, uh, that I can be an all-star uh, uh, playing like that, so uh, by, by beasting like that, by dominating, and uh, that's the kind of words that uh, you, you love to hear from a coach, and uh, that's that's the kind of thing when I hear it uh, right after. I just want to go to the weight room and get more work done and be ready to compete for the next game. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat podcast. That was sound from one Mr. Clint Capella, man, a beast of a night uh, from Mr. Capella. That was him when I asked him. Um, what Coach Pierce was saying to him after the game, and that's what he had to say. So um, to everybody that has something negative to say about Coach Pierce and 
the nitpick of, of, of his rotations and whatever the case may be, I want you to play that clip of, of Clint Capella, who uh, a man who had just played close to 45 minutes in a basketball game. After the game, this man went to the locker room because he's so uh, motivated by his coach. I think that counts for something. But uh, I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Hawksweet Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. Uh, episode number 13, lucky number 13 of season 7. Hawks get the W tonight against the Detroit Pistons, 108-97. to A hard-fought, gut-check type of win. Uh, a very good win. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I said 108-97. I'm, I'm looking at the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Hawks and the uh, the Timberwolves. Uh, Hawks went tonight one twenty three to one fifteen. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. It's late. It's after twelve, but we gonna knock it out. We gonna knock it out. Uh, yeah, man. One twenty three to one fifteen over the Detroit Pistons. Very good win. In the NBA, you have some good wins. You have some bad losses. Tonight was a good win. Uh, a, a shortened roster. No DeAndre Hunter. No Cam Reddish. They still get it done. Trey Young finishes with 38. Clint Capella had uh, – what did Clint have? I know he grabbed like a 1,000 rebounds, but um, we're going to recap all that stuff. We're going to break down the game. We're going to do the recap. We're going to do what we normally do, good, bad, and ugly. Uh, Fab Five, all that jazz, man. We're going to get into that. Um, but before we do, a, lot, a large part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with us on our social media uh, Facebook and Twitter. Make sure you go ahead and check us out over there. Our Twitter handle is at Hawksbeat. I know you're on Twitter right now, so go ahead and give us a follow <laughs> at Hawksbeat. That's all one word. We also want you to do some subscribing. <laughs> do some subscribing. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, we're really trying to get our numbers up. So if you could do that for us, we would greatly appreciate it. And, um, did I get all of that stuff? Yeah. So when you get some time, make sure you go by and give us a favorable rating. Five stars. That's what we appreciate. Uh, five star rating on the podcast is what we greatly appreciate. And uh, yeah, man. So if you can do that for us, man, it, that would be really great. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to hear from one of our sponsors. But on the other side of the break, I'm going to uh, we're going to go into keys to the game and the breakdown and recap of the Hawks win 123 to 115 over the Detroit Pistons. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast. We'll be right back. Support for the Hawks Beat Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the very best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Fellas, we got to talk. Now listen, I know many of y'all like to go to the barbershop, but too many of y'all are looking like Don King below the waist. That's why I'm here to talk to you about Manscaped. Manscaped just released a new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. Now when I say premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes and it has waterproof technology, so you can do it in the shower where nobody's watching. Fellas, I know you like to go to the barbershop and get the fresh haircut confidence boost. Don't take that Don King into 2021. Listen, let's get that bush to tush nice and clean. Here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you 20% off free shipping with the code HAWKSBEAT 
at manscaped.com. That's right. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code HAWKSBEAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. Free at manscaped.com. Just use the code HAWKSBEAT. And let's not take that Don King into All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Welcome to the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode 13. Lucky number 13. Um, what we're going to do now is look at the keys to the game and a brief recap. So um, if you're new to the podcast, one of the things that we do is we do a pregame uh, keys to the game. So if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at Hawksbeat. I tweet these out usually uh, maybe 30 minutes before the game if I can. And just some keys to the game as I see it. And then after the game, we go back and see how um, these keys work during the game. So the first key of the game, let me pull up my, my Twitter feed. First key of the game, I said, make Jeremy Grant work for his. I don't know how you do this with your best defenders out, but you guys who aren't, but you have, but guys who aren't good for defense will need to play good defense. I will say this. I think they did the best they could. <laughs> They did the best they could. Look, man, Jeremy Grant is just playing different basketball right now. My guy is really playing some amazing basketball. He goes for 32 tonight, six rebounds, five assists. He is just a, a, a matchup nightmare. Um, I think when it came down to it, John Collins made a big play. Trey even steps up, tried to take the charge. At uh, the end of the fourth quarter, but I think you did the best you can making them work. And um, he dropped 32, but you got the dub. I think considering you didn't have Cam Reddish, considering you didn't have DeAndre Hunter, uh, I think you did okay. I think you did okay. Um, second key somebody has to be special. If Trey or JC has a 40 burger in them tonight, uh, it would be a good night to drop it. <laughs> well, Trey didn't get 40, but. Um, he got pretty close to it. He 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 finished the night with 38. And the special that I talked about is, is what he was, especially in the second half. Uh, took a little while to get going, missed some free throws uh, that were kind of concerning a little bit. But finishing the game with 38 and 10, John Collins, 31 and 11. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> – I'm not the type of guy to say, look, man, I told y'all so. But, hey, two 30-point nights for the for – the, for the, for, uh, for, for the for the guys tonight, I think that's pretty well. I think that I think they did pretty well. The last key I said: value the ball, value the ball. Uh, injured squad or not, you cannot have twenty six turnovers like you did against Minnesota. I think they did an excellent job with the ball tonight. Only fourteen turnovers, which is really good. Detroit only had thirteen, but um, Hawks only had fourteen turnovers on twenty one assists which is something I can live with, man. Something I can live with. Um, the, the game against Minnesota was a turnover nightmare. <laughs> they turned the ball over, like little Kim said, uh, every third minute it seemed like. But um, you definitely didn't want to turn the ball over like that um, against the Detroit Pistons. A very good Detroit Pistons team, might I add. I said, don't be fooled by the record. This team is 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 three and ten, but this is one of the better three and ten three and ten teams that I've seen. Like, yeah, I mean, they're losing their games like close. So, 
basketball can be a game of inches sometimes. And sometimes you just, you know, you're just falling on the wrong side of these things. They lost a close one in Miami, and it seems like a lot of their games are, are really close to the wire. So that's kind of what it is. Let's go to the recap, recap, recap. Again, Hawks win uh, in totality, 123 to 115 in overtime. But let's start in the beginning of the game. First quarter, um, it was evident that defense was going to be optional. (laughs) This game, it was very evident. Uh, They come out the gate, you know, both teams kind of flinging and slinging and uh, doing what very little defense being played, very little good defense being played. I mean, they were playing defense, but just wasn't that good. Just wasn't that good. Um, JC gets out to a, a hot start. Yeah, John Collins, uh, 14 points in that first quarter, 7 to 10 shooting. You, I love the 10 attempts. I love the 10 attempts. And, uh, I mean, Lloyd made, made, uh, he made it very clear early. He was going to run his dogs tonight. <laughs> he was going to run his dogs tonight. Uh, JC has 14 in, in the first quarter. Jeremy Grant has 12 points on five of five shooting. So you knew it was going to come, probably be a track meet um, until the second quarter happened. <laughs> the second quarter happened. And Trey Young said after the game, it felt like a lid was on the hoop in the second quarter. Um, JC goes one for five. Trey goes 0 for four. A very tough quarter for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, they lose that quarter 21 to 16. You score 16 points in the second quarter, and it was uh, a very forgettable quarter. Very forgettable quarter um, at the half. So you go into the half, fort down 45, well, 52 to 45. Um, you're down, what, what's that? Seven. You're down seven points going into halftime, which isn't bad. It, it's manageable, but you know you're home. You know you don't want to have to go into halftime at a deficit if you don't have to. Also, keeping in mind that um, you're very, you're very beat up. <laughs> this is a you're very beat up. So I, I said this on the timeline before the game. I said, look, the NBA season is such as this. In a 72 game season or 82 game season, sometimes you're going to run into a teams that are the wounded are a wounded dog. You're going to run into a team that is a wounded dog, like we did Philly last week. Philly was a wounded dog. They had Joel Embiid and a whole bunch of journeymen out there. No Ben Simmons, no Tobias Harris, none of that. Um, sometimes you run into the wounded dog, and sometimes you are the wounded dog. Tonight they were the wounded dog, and they still managed to come out with the victory. So kudos to the Hawks uh, for that. So third quarter, um, Trey wakes up. And when I tell you he wakes up, the boy wakes up. <laughs> I don't know what kind of pep talk we had. Uh, Clint was joking after the game, said he gave Trey a pep talk after the game. But the boy woke up to the tune of 21 points in that third quarter. I thought that, um, man, he was special in that third quarter. But one thing that was evident in the third quarter is that the Hawks still refuse to play game-changing defense. Well, I look at it like this. It was a lot of ebb and flow in that third quarter. A lot of ebb and flow. A lot of uh, it was kind of just a series of runs. Um, at one point, the Hawks were down 14. Uh, they cut it to six. Then they go back down 10 again. It was just it was just a, a very topsy-turvy 
third quarter. Very high scoring for both teams. And the Hawks actually lose that quarter as well. So through three, Hawks have lost all three quarters. Um, they lose the, the third quarter, 40 to 33. Although Trey has 21 of those 33 points. Uh, and through three quarters, an interesting stat. Through three quarters, the Hawks had absolutely zero points from the bench. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not, listen, I'm not going to bang the bench too hard tonight, man. I'm not going to bang the bench too hard tonight. Your bench players, coach only went five deep in the bench. Your bench was Nathan Knight, Akangu, Rondo, Goodwin, and Tony Snell. So, I mean, listen here. It's not like you had a bunch of six men of the year candidates on this bench tonight. I feel so bad for Congo, man, because look, the rookie had no he had no no training camp, he had no summer league, he had no preseason, and he's kinda I mean, in the practice time during the season is very suspect, you know, and now he's kind of just thrown out there. So I mean talk about sink or swim. Um, I still like the kid. I still think he's going to be fine, but it's going to take a little time for him to get acclimated to everything. But had 14 points, I mean, 14 minutes tonight. So uh, we'll see how his minutes go, especially during uh, this time where everybody's injured. Uh, fourth quarter, changing quarter, changing quarter. Um, the Hawks kind of come alive in the fourth quarter. Um, the defense, they tighten up. Yes, I said defense and Atlanta Hawks in the same sentence. Uh, the defense tightens up, man. Uh, now, 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 let's be clear. Now, they, it's not like we had a bunch of uh, Jimmy Butlers out there. But the defense did improve, but the Pistons didn't do anything to help themselves. Um, they, they got really topsy-turvy as far as uh, their offensive sets. They took a, bad, a bunch of bad shots. It just it was not Detroit's finest hour <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Um, to the point of, listen. The Hawks were down 14 with five minutes left. They were down 14 with five minutes left, and they still managed to bring this game to overtime. Um, it gets down to uh, the final play with Jeremy Grant. Uh, you're holding your breath. You're holding your breath, and the score is tied up. Jeremy Grant is going towards the hole. John Collins makes a remarkable play. Defensive play, a remarkable defensive play. Uh, comes from behind and blocks the pass. Trey steps up, tries to get the charge, doesn't get it. But um, just a beautiful way to go into overtime um, on a defensive play. I asked Coach after the game, I was like, what, what was the message to the guys? Like, after a defensive play like that, you know, feelings are high, emotions are high, everyone's hyped up. And LP was just like, yo, man, I just told him, cats, like, let's win this game. You know, let's win this game. So, overtime, kind of back and forth initially. Uh, two plays in, in overtime that sealed it for the Hawks. One was a three-point play by Clint Capella. Um, Trey gives him a nice pass. He gets the and one, makes the free throw. And then Trey comes down uh, on a dagger, uh, hit a dagger three. And the thing about it, after he hit it, Dominique was like, that's the dagger. I was like, yo, Nick, yo, we, we don't need that. Because if you, if you know anything about Hawks basketball, you know that whenever Dominique says that's the dagger, bad things happen. 
bad things happen. Like, yo, man, did you not learn from the Miami Heat game last year when he was like, that's the dagger, and then Miami Heat came back and <laughs> pushed it over time and then ended up winning the game. But, yeah. Um, Hawks outscored the uh, the Pistons 17-9 in the extra period, and they get the W and move to 7-7 seven and seven on the season. So, gritty win for the, for the Hawks, who are shorthanded. And if you're a Hawks fan, you have to be proud of how this team competed tonight and how they just left it all out there. After the game, Coach Pierce was just like, that's what I like to see. Um, Clint Capella and John Collins kind of lifting after the game. You know, like you, you're both played close to 40 minutes, 40 minutes plus, And after the game, you're still out there trying to lift. So um, this team is a little bit different. <laughs> it's a little bit different as far as their mentality is concerned. And, and those are stuff you like to see. So um, we're going to take another quick break here from another one of our sponsors. On the other half, we're going to get into the good, the bad, the ugly, and Fab Five. And we'll give you our player of the game. You're listening to the Hawksweet Podcast, episode number 13, season seven. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawksweet Podcast, episode number 13. Um, talking about a Hawks win over the Detroit Pistons. Um, before we get into the good, bad, and the ugly, the Fab Five, and the player of the game, um, I just want to hit on something real quick. This week I was tweeting about the Hawks and their injury concerns. <sighs> I'll just say this, guys, and I'll kind of just rehash this again for those who you who um who don't follow me on Twitter or who are not on Twitter. <laughs> I said that if the Hawks play about 40, I don't even know, is that is 40% ball or if they win like, let's, let's say win four out of 10 games, right? So that's 40%. I said, if the Hawks can kind of tread water and play 40% basketball, win at a 40% clip while everybody is injured, I think that they will be fine, and I still think that they can make it into the playoffs. The goal here is 35 wins, right? So if you're – well, the goal is more than that, but uh, we've seen over the past years that if you win about 30 35% – I mean, if you win 35 games or if you win half your games, in the East should be good enough for a playoff spot. Um, So that's that's 500 ball. Right now you're a 500 ball club. You know, you're a 500 ball club. I said, if you win four out of 10, four out of 10. Um, and if you can kind of keep up that pace and just kind of stay close to that 500 ball, uh, that, that 500 period, that when the guys come back, I think that you are a good enough team with Gallinari, with Bogdanovich, with Cam Reddish, with DeAndre Hunter, when you're at full speed, I think you can you can win 60% of your games, right? So if you can win 40% of your games while everybody's hurt, just kind of tread water, and when everyone gets back, you should be able to win about 60% of your games, which hopefully at the end will get you to somewhere close to 500 around it or maybe even better. So um, a good win for the Hawks tonight, man. And, and I'll tell you what, it doesn't get – it doesn't get any it, any easier for the Hawks. So, I mean, these last last couple of games were tough. So the the Minnesota game was tough because you flew damn near cross country 
Um, you got in at like six and then you had to play a day game the next day. Like that was very tough. Very tough. Tonight kind of is what it is. Like the, the tough part about tonight's game, you had no bodies. Right? Like you had no bodies. Like Deion, I didn't even know DeAndre hurt his knee. You know what I'm saying? DeAndre hurts his knee. Cam is out. He he's still, you know, working on the knee thing. So you're down bodies. And so, you know, but you get a win. You get a win over Minnesota. You get a win over Detroit. Now you got to go to Minnesota again. And to me, that is going to be a big win. I said out of these three games, Minnesota, Detroit, and Minnesota, I said it would be nice if you get two out of three of these. And even better if you get three out of three. Right? You get two out of three, it'd be nice. It'd be three, really good if you get three out of three. Because after these three, <laughs> listen, after these three, you're going to have Milwaukee, you're going to have the Clippers, and you're going to have Brooklyn. So you might have a little bit of win equity before you hit that gauntlet. And then you have the Wizards who, yes, they are three and eight, but we know Bradley Bill will drop 50 on you uh, in the blink of an eye. So um, go ahead and handle business with the Timberwolves. That three-game stretch with the Bucks, the Clippers, and the Nets. If you can go maybe one and two, grab one of those or maybe even two, That'll be perfect. I think that'll be okay. Um, yeah, man, it's been it's been a tough January as far as scheduling is concerned. But hey, man, you don't duck nobody. You play who's in front of you. So that's kind of what it is. Um, let's get into the good, bad, and the ugly, man. Good, bad, and the ugly of tonight. So, um, for those of you again who are new to the podcast, I do something with um the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you know, oh, I'll tell you what, man. Just follow along. Just follow along. All right. <laughs> so the good, bad, and the ugly for tonight is simply this. The I'll start with the good. I think it is good that they stayed together as a team. They stayed together as a team. They didn't let, you know, the fact that they were shorthanded uh, um dissuade them. Um you didn't really get much from the bench as far as scoring is concerned, but um, look, man, you stayed together. You stayed together, especially the starters stayed together. They're very supportive of Solomon Hill. I heard a couple of things about him in the post game press conference. So to me, the good outside of just getting a W was the fact that you stayed together and you competed, you competed and you battled. And that's what fans want to see. They want to see you compete. They want to see you battle. And sometimes even in loss, if you compete and you battle, fans can accept that. Right? They can accept that. So to me, it was to stand together. You stayed together and you competed. The bad tonight, again, I, it was the bench. <laughs> it was the bench. And again, like, I mean, I mean, it's not like Lloyd had a bunch of uh, six men of the year candidates sitting over there to choose from. You know, you got a two-way guy, Nathan Knight. You got a Congo who hasn't played uh, much NBA basketball in his life. And you have um, Rajon Ronda, who's kind of in and out of injury. You got Tony Snell coming off injury. And you have Brandon Goodwin. <laughs> That's your bench. That's your bench. Are you going to throw Bruno out there? <laughs> Sean May, another rookie, a second round pick. But uh yeah, man, you didn't really have much tonight. But I I gotta tell you, man, the bench was pretty bad tonight. It was pretty bad tonight. Um the ugly for me, the ugly was the injuries. 
like the fact that DeAndre didn't play and the fact that Cam didn't play, I thought that was I was like, yo, I didn't I didn't even see DeAndre get hurt last game. Um, I mean, I have no someone asked me about Cam's knee. I was like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, this is crazy. This is crazy. The injuries to me is something that is really ugly. I hate to see guys hurt on any team. I want I want to see everyone out there playing. I want to see everyone out there competing, able to do their job, get that money, and, and doing what they do best. So I hate injuries, man. I hate injuries, and hopefully those guys can come back sooner than later. Uh, on the on the report, it says that Reddish is suffering from a uh, left knee contusion. So I, I don't know. Um, DeAndre just said it had a sore right knee. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It was just sore, I guess. So um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. <sighs> I guess we'll just wait and see. Fab Five. Fab Five is um, the best five Hawks of the night. And this is clearly obvious that tonight's Fab Five is going to be the starters. Um, let's start with John Collins. 31 points, 11 boards. Um I don't have anything bad to say about John Collins, man. This might have been his best game of the season thus far. And not just because he put up 31, but because of his contributions defensively. Um, after the game, he said that, you know, he really wants to be he really wants to be better defensively. He really wants to be better defensively. And if that's, if that's something that he's willing to work on, I think that he can get there. I think that he can get there. Um 31 and 11, man. I'm not – what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Uh, I'm not going to nitpick, but uh, great – not a good game. Great game tonight from John Collins. I always – I'm always uh, – I treat John fair, and I call him out when I don't think he performed, uh, when he doesn't take enough shots, when, when he falls short, and when he balls out like he did tonight, hey – Great game, John Collins. Salute to you, sir. Uh, Solomon Hill inserted inserted into the starting lineup. Uh, only had six points. Uh, he was a plus two, however. He had the uh, the task of sticking Jeremy Grant. And uh, for what it's worth, man, older guy come in and, and have him to play 40 minutes. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to bust a guy for, for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, six points, five rebounds, three assists. He 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 got in there and got in where he fit in. So uh, salute to one Mr. Solomon Hill. Uh, Clint Capella, 27 points and 26 rebounds. Uh, 10 of 18 from the field and 7 of 12 from the line. But out of the, out of the 26 rebounds, 12 of them were offensive. Um. <sighs> What can you say about Clint Capella? Like, like what can you what can you really say about twenty seven and twenty six tonight, man? Thirty nine minutes after he played the game, him and John Collins went and hit the weight room. Uh, we started the, the podcast off hearing some sound for him. Great game, Clint Capella, and uh, it's starting. It, it's time to maybe start looking around and see how the other centers in the East are playing. Because this man is making one hell of a case uh, to be an all-star. So, yeah, there's that. Um, Kevin Herter, 17 points, a quiet 17. But listen, Kevin Herter was a plus 14 uh, on the stat line, uh, 6 to 12 shooting. Finally found that three ball, three or four from from beyond the arc. 
uh, four assists. I, th- I thought Kevin was solid tonight, man. I really like Kevin in that starting lineup. I think he's done well. I think Kevin has played well all season. Um, just hope he's able to stay healthy, and I uh, hope you're. Uh, hope he's able to just keep contributing, because the Hawks are really good when Kevin Herter is on the floor. Last but definitely not least, Trey Young, thirty-eight points, ten assists. Uh, missed some free throws. Missed six free throws tonight, man. That's very unlike Trey. I was going to ask him about that, but I was like, nah, they won the game, so I ain't tripping. <laughs> hey, like they won the game, I ain't tripping. Uh, Eleven for twenty-six. A tale of two halves for, for Trey. Uh, started out the game a little slow, and then he just went nuts in that third quarter. Oh, excuse me. Went nuts in that third quarter, man. But uh, I thought he finished the game all. I think he man. I think he did a great job of managing the game. Coach Pierce talked about that after the game. He said coach did a great. He said uh, he said coach. <laughs> he said um, Trey did a great job of managing the game and, and controlling pace. Hit that three to give him the dagger, and uh, that's what you want to see from your all star. That is what you want to see from your all-star. Taking a big shot, living or dying. Uh, if you make it, we win. If we don't make it, then I had the guts to take the shot. That's what you want to see for one Mr. Trey Young. So, salute to you, sir. <sighs> player of the game. Player of the game. I, I, I tweeted out who was the Hawks player of the game, and I got mixed responses. Mixed responses. Let me go through some of them and see. Uh, let me pull some of them up. Mixed responses. Um, highly favored two on Twitter said Capella. Any other answer is wrong. <laughs> Love the performances by Trey and DC, but this was Clint Knight uh, at Janie Atlanta said Capella. Let's see. Let's see. What else we got? My guy, Donnell Suggs, Suggs writer at, at, on Twitter, Clint Capella. Um, the real Ben Cohen says Clint with honorable mention for Trey and GC, JC. I thought Herter made plays as well too. Um, let's see. Uh, da da Um, let's see. I'm just kind of scrolling through these. Yeah, most of these guys are are Clint Capella. Uh, I had a few mentions for Trey Young. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to split it, man. Like I can't. It's hard for me to pick one over the other. I think that Clint was consistent for all for the whole entire game. I think that John, I mean, like between John, Capella, and Trey, like you really had that three-headed monster tonight. You really had that three-headed monster, and you needed every single point, every single rebound from all three of those guys. Um, man, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to go Clint Capella tonight. And I'm gonna go Trey Young. I'm gonna split it. I'm gonna split it, guys. I can't. I can't. I, I can't. I can't choose. I can't choose. I, I I can't take away those 26 rebounds, and I can't take away that third quarter that Trey Young had. I can't. I can't say one is bigger than the other because you needed all of it. You needed everything actually that from all the players, but that third quarter Trey had when he put 21 points up. Those twenty six boards from from Capella and in and, and giving an honorable mention to John Collins. So, 
I'm going to give a, a co-player of the game to Clint Capella and Trey Young. So congratulations to those guys. You win absolutely nothing from, <laughs> from the Hawks beat, but you do get the satisfaction of being co-players of the game. So um, next up for the Hawks, they go to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves uh, in a rematch of the game uh, that they had the other night. We'll see how they fare. Hopefully they'll get some of those guys back. But um, it is late into the night, man. Late into the night. Well, actually, it's early into the morning. <laughs> Got to give a special shout out to my beautiful, beautiful wife of uh, 15 years, 16 years, somewhere around 15, 16 years. <laughs> Today is her birthday. So happy birthday, uh, babe. You are an amazing person. And life is better with you in it. And like we always say at the end of all of our podcasts, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and get to know him and show him some love. Because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.